0: Welcome back to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network.
2: Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Tuesday presented, of course, by BetMGM. And speaking of BetMGM, joining us right now, the VP of trading for them is Jason Scott. He's on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest on the Phoenix, a revolutionary technology helping men all across America back to their best in the betters. GetMyPhoenix.com. To learn more jason last night a dud in college football let's do this and then move on to the fun stuff of the nfl but it did wrap up the season for college football uh tcu obviously a major underdog last night i'm imagining there were a lot of tcu tickets out there last night maybe some money line tickets that that did not go their way and went the way of the books tell us about where where you kind of saw the money coming in for last night's game. Yeah.
1: yeah we had a really good result for us we saw a lot of money come tcu money line uh, that was the big loser in the, the event, uh, the spread. Georgia, Georgia was a tiny winner, but the, the real money for us. came through the money line, interestingly, the futures. Despite the fact Georgia had been favorite for about the last 15 weeks, we uh, didn't get a hell of a lot of money out of them and they were a seven-figure result for us.
0: Hmm. How much, uh, i curious about props because college props, th- they're not on my radar that much and, you know, with, like in my state with the local ones. They're not even offered when uh, you have more props available for the national championship than any other game all year. Um, do do a lot of the betters that bet NFL props week in week out? Do they jump to that, or is it mostly side total?
1: So the handle was bigger than a normal NFL game, but the props was about a tenth of the normal pro- of a normal NFL game. The the main two went over: Bowers receiving and Bennett passing. Um, but, yeah, it's again, the, the take-up on college props is still much, much slower than the NFL. They just don't have the profile of the NFL players.
3: Usually on the show we don't give out like a minus 400 like Georgia was, but did you see any money line bets on Georgia like that come in?
1: Yeah, we had one bet of 400,000, a couple of six-figure bets. Uh, likewise, we also saw some large ones. One of 700, one of 500 on TCU, one of those uh, customers I know is an alum. Uh, so yeah, we we saw a bit, and we saw bigger betting that the, the average bet was much bigger than your average uh, NFL game.
2: Jason, let's dive to the NFL here. Uh, we super wildcard weekend this week. Couple games with quarterback uncertainty uh, with Miami and Buffalo, and the Ravens and the um, the Bengals here. Take us through the thought process on those lines and where we're at, because you know th- that changes a lot, especially in Baltimore. I mean, we haven't seen Lamar in five, six weeks now. That number's in about six and a half. Uh, take us through how you guys are thinking in terms of the quarterback situation for both of those teams heading into the weekend.
1: Well, I think the default position is if there's no Chura and no Lamar, neither team's got a chance. Um, so so we've sort of, we, we know that, you know, they're coming off very different injuries. Uh, we know that Lamar has been semi-close, semi-semi-close. I suppose is the best to put it. The last couple of weeks, it's probably a better chance out of the two for what we do, what we think. Uh, I think if Chua isn't playing, that line will get bigger in the Bills game. We basically are at the behest with everybody else. You know, we know when practice starts. We know there's certain castles that will be there. One minute after it starts, and they'll know if he, they'll know if he's kidding up, suiting up, and we just sort of follow the money as much as anything else. no, no, no different really to a, a normal season game in terms of uh, of availability of key player.
0: Yeah, it, it certainly seems like uh, there's going to be movement once we get more information on both of those games. What about the threes? We've got a three on Sunday with Giants Vikings. We've got a three on Monday with Cowboys Bucks. Can you try to explain, like, how much money, like, what it would take uh, to to move to move a playoff number off the three, which we all know is the most common uh, difference in the NFL?
1: Yeah, it's not with the way we operate. It's not. It's not how much money. It's whose money. Uh, yeah. We we know we know the syndicates. We know the the guys that are the analytics uh, people, and it's. We will follow those guys, when they bet, we know at the end of the year they they went at 60 odd percent. Uh, And so if we bet those prices, we try and find a a line where we've got, there's there's, there's, several different groups where we we can take money on both sides, we know we've got the right price. Uh, Right now we haven't seen anybody step in at those prices, but when they do we'll move to three and a half or two and a half, we'll see if we get money on the other side. So for us it's really like a set of scales we're trying to balance. Where, where, and it's not the you know we might end up like last night. We didn't move the price off TCU, despite in fact it went the other way. That the spread got bigger, despite the fact that we had the bulk of the money on it. Uh, we sort of see the sports betting market now is sophisticated. It's not dissimilar to a foreign exchange market or a shock a share market where you're trying to find that that balancing point where you get money on both sides.
3: What about Dolphins' bills? Um, If Tua does clear concussion protocol, how much do you think that line would move?
1: I I would think that probably moves to seven and a half, eight and a half. So somewhere in that vicinity, I think. Although he's probably worth two or three, more than two or three points in the normal, in the normal course of things. Uh, Miami have that dreadful record at Buffalo in cold weather. Uh, Mm -hmm. And there has to be some doubt with him coming back off the, after a head injury so I don't I don't think that line gets below seven even with him playing
2: Jason um Eagles and Niners same odds over at BetMGM MGM to win the Super Bowl five to one very close in the NFC Eagles plus 170 Niners plus 190 probably as close as it's been uh for a little while here do you think is that in your mind more confidence in Brock Purdy they haven't lost since he's got in uh or maybe some uncertainty with the Eagles Hurts came back last Sunday but it was almost like he was out there, but he wasn't himself um, coming back from the shoulder injury.
1: Yeah, I think it's a little bit from column A and a little bit from column B. Uh, one team's won 10 in a row. Haven't missed a trick despite injuries. You know, Debo's been in and out. Um, McCaffrey's probably only been there for the last six or seven or maybe of the, of the 10 wins. Uh, Purdy's come in and, and doesn't look out of place. So, I mean... If the 49ers beat the Seahawks this week, they'll be favourite next week. Obviously, the only reason they're not now is they do have to win one more game to win the Super Bowl than the, the Eagles. The Eagles, I thought one thing, the one positive from what I saw on the weekend was although they weren't that well-oiled machine they were early in the year, Hertz wasn't dodging contact. So, mm-hmm. he, you know, he seemed to have some sort of degree of comfort with that shoulder. I think they'll be better with for two weeks, uh, a two-week break. So, uh, they looked the two main chances in the NFC but time will tell if that's correct
0: are uh, you uh odds makers have been getting uh, very creative with the number of different wagers that you can jump in on uh futures for just the playoffs instead of just uh Super Bowl winners or Super Bowl MVP all sorts of stuff you can take a look at what are some things that you guys plan to post over the next few days before the playoffs get started
1: yeah look well we we've uh, we've got our uh Player stats that are up there. Uh, most passing yards, I think, from memory. Josh Allen was our favourite at plus plus two fifty in front of Mahomes, uh, which is interesting because the winner of the AFC Championship probably wins that out of those two. Um, right. And then we'll we'll we we'll, we'll see something similar with receiving as well. Oh, sorry, I think in the-
3: that up. Sorry, in those two markets, like most receiving yards, uh, most rushing yards, does the buy affect that when you guys are looking at the odds or does that not really matter, especially if they go on to win the Super Bowl?
1: Oh, 100%. If you're playing one game less, it's a huge, a huge impact. But the thing is, those two teams that have got the buy are also favourites to, to win the division. So we figure they get the – and logic tells you that they'll get the, uh, the uh, extra game back in the Super Bowl when everyone else is knocked out. But – yeah, the buy is clearly a huge, uh, a huge factor there, particularly with uh, team number two, you know, the Bills and the 49ers are such big favourites. You, you're thinking it's, there's some players there that are going to pad their stats early. It'll be much harder than getting big numbers in a Super Bowl against the other top team. Mm.
2: Has the calculus changed a lot the last couple years uh, with the, the only one team getting a bye in terms of setting the odds is that is that a big detriment to the two seeds. I mean, it used to be one and two get the bye. Now it's just one. But you are looking at it, the bills and Niners don't really have the toughest games this weekend, right? They have to play an extra game. They're both double digit favorites right now. Is it a big impediment the one versus the two compared to the two buys?
1: I think it's a huge imperative, I mean, you might be a 10 point favourite but you're still a chance to pick up injuries. You know, you're playing in the toughest league in the world, now whether the injuries are something that put someone out for the, the rest of the playoffs or just further wear and tear on bodies that have been banging up against each other 17 times in the last 18 or 19 weeks. So I think I think any time you can get a week off in the NFL, it is a huge advantage. So yeah, I think, I think the number two team would be much better off uh, under the old regime.
0: How do you guys expect to do on the uh, regular season NFL awards and uh, has there been any chatter about keeping them up for a little bit longer, giving people an opportunity to bet after uh, the regular season is a wrap?
1: Frankly, I'd love to keep them up. We've got regulators in this country that don't completely understand what they're doing and we've been told we have to take them down.
2: So so why
1: why it would be any more likely for something to happen between now and the award being – voted upon is is doesn't make sense to me but we just follow the rules
3: Mm. (laughs) what have your uh conversations been like when you're setting the mvp super bowl mvp odds um you know have there been some pretty good discussions on that like what are you guys factoring in
1: yeah i mean it's it's obviously very quarterback centric um and, and I think in and a couple of cases in my in my opinion, we're a little bit short But you know, we're taking mar- money there that where we've got to follow the markets uh, But obviously it's a matter of when you know, I heard your discussion before that perhaps the 49ers have the most players with a chance of winning Without without a chat, without a doubt. That's right And there's other teams that if they're to win the Super Bowl It's very hard to imagine. like Josh It's hard to imagine the Bills winning and Josh Allen not being the best player on the field Um, and and there are some guys that are just so dominant. If he doesn't play well, they're not going to win, and if he does play well, they win. He's likely to be the MVP, whereas there are other teams you can see that it's more likely to be spread around, and we've sort of got to take that into account,
2: and we also
1: also understand which players are going to be the most popular as well.
2: Great stuff. Jason, we always appreciate hopping on. Jason Scott, the VP of trading for BetMGM. He was on the GetMyPhoenix.com. Guest line, the Phoenix is a revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. We got a lot more to do. Wildcard weekend moves, some injury news, and we'll, we'll say goodbye. Rest in peace to our favorite losing bets of the 2022 season. And we'll be joined by Jason Lockett for next hour. A lot to do right here on the Beck All Network.